Hey everybody, Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media here, and is 2024 the year of the CBDC? We're joined today once again by Tim Pachot, the Liberty Advisor, Certified Financial Planner, and you can find all the links below for him, and we'll get into that more later. But, you know, one of the biggest things that people are talking about right now is 2024 seems like it is obviously the year for the rollout for many of the major CBDCs worldwide. And, you know, we're going to get into some of the articles explaining that, breaking that down from the Euro to Brazil to all these other places. Um, and then obviously the threat that that creates to our individual freedom and the unfortunate dystopian reality going forward that that causes, as well as obviously the most important thing, the solutions to these very real problems as we walk face first into the great reset. It's not knocking on the door anymore, my friends. It's already got a foot in your house and we need to do something about it ASAP. Uh, first of all, thank you for joining us, Tim. Um, I want to first start by letting everyone know to go and check that bit.ly link in the description if you want a free initial consultation with Tim. Again, that link is below as always and at the libertyadvisorshow.com. That's advisor with an O just in case you're wondering the liberty advisor show.com and you can find his other projects like uh truth to freedom um i urge people to check that out for sure i also urge people to check out if you want to get prepared for what is to come um of course heavensharvest.com for long-term storable foods that are non-gmo organic kits heirloom seeds water filtration and storage and books on how to get started use code wham w-a-m and get uh, free shipping on much of those products today. This is the time to be prepared, not tomorrow. Okay, so now, Tim, we have this issue with inflation hitting us really hard right now. And then on top of that, we have the debanking, we have, um, you know, outages, we have the threat of a false flag cyber attack and the Great Reset. And one of the biggest things is, of course, one of the ways they enslave us to all these problems that they're creating in the first place is a CBDC. And I want to bring up this article from Infowars. It says... EU steams ahead with controversial centrally controlled digital euro. And as it says, the European Union has been known to waste a lot of money on wrong or even hopeless causes and opponents of centralized digital money, CBDCs, must be hoping that the digital euro, which has had, which has just had 1.3 billion euros earmarked towards its development, will be one of those. In fact, it's uh, in announcing the move, EU's uh, European Central Bank, ECB, made sure to add the disclaimer that it is not making a commitment to launch, launch any of the development work listed. But for the moment, and it, this is where it comes in, ECB is pushing forward with its plans and much earlier than observers expected. So much so that the announcement is viewed by some as a surprise. A total of five private se uh, sector partners will now receive huge contracts in the past. Amazon was controversially involved in the e-commerce payments prototype. How a company that flaunted EU's own uh, data protection rules and was fined $887 million as recently as in 2021 found its way to becoming an EU partner on its project, projects of this importance, upset some members of the European uh, the, the European uh, Parliament. And they won't be pleased to know that although not guaranteed to continue, Amazon might easily be selected this time as well. According to the ECB statement, the recipients of the money will be tasked not only with prototyping the CBDC, but also with developing a relevant app, offline payment schemes, 
and risk and fraud management. Wow, great. This last initiative will receive 237 million euros, while the majority of the funds will go towards creating offline payments, 662 million euros. Regardless of how much criticism, my goodness, CBDCs are receiving, particularly in relation to being a powerful uh, a power grab, supporters appear convinced that the digital euro will, would improve the bloc's financial infrastructure. Sure, as far as continuing on with their uh, new world order. But um, if we look at the Atlantic Council Central Bank Digital Currency Tracker, we already see 11 uh, CBDCs launched, 21 in pilot, 33 development, 46 research, 16 inactive, and uh, two canceled. But so many major uh, countries have already launched their CBDCs, including China. And in 2024, we have Singapore to pilot use of wholesale central bank digital currencies. Um, we have um, India, which says India's digital currency transactions top 1 million per day in December, according to sources. Uh, we have Brazil central bank um, naming its digital currency DREX scheduled for 2024 launch. And of course, on top of that, we have the um, BRICS summit in 2024, which plans to launch their global new uh, world reserve currency system. So this is all heating up this year as people panic buy gold. And we will obviously see a major move towards crypto uh, in the face of a decentralized digital currency versus a centralized digital currency. Tim, I want to go to you. You have been, like myself, for a very, very long time focusing on CBDCs and uh, what you know crisis would lead to CBDCs uh, in the future. And this seems to be the year where we see the biggest rollout ever of CBDCs. Uh, what say you on this uh, recent news out of the EU and the launch um, worldwide of all these different CBDCs? Well, thanks, Josh. Well, it's always been the globalists and technocrats' wet dream is to completely lock us down. And you can't completely lock somebody down unless you lock down their money. And when you lock down their money, you can then use societal control to force behavior, which is exactly what Larry Fink says. He says, we're going to use uh, basically their power, their trillions of dollars to force societal behavior. I personally know a Fortune 500 board member who BlackRock uh, came to them and said, yeah, uh, you've got to have the ESG, you've got to have the DEI, and then they're going to try to tie their corporate compensation to that. Now, if you go back to 2020, you didn't have to go very far. I mean, we're talking like March 23rd, 2020, they're already pushing bills through for Congress. So I'm looking at the Banking for All Act, which I believe is March 23rd, 2020. And then you go just a few months after that, June 11th, 2020, it's the inclusive, oh, it's inclusive, the inclusive banking during a pandemic using Fed accounts and digital tools to improve deliver, delivery of a stimulus payment. Then you go uh, look at the CARES Act where they gave everybody $1,200. Well, yeah, the government doesn't just give anybody anything for free. And so what the initial text of that first draft legislation, the Maxine Waters version of that bill, was actually having a test trial balloon of a CBDC to have your $1,200 get paid via that. And, uh, you know, that was just a trial balloon. And since, you know, you and I are some of the only people that uh, bitched about this, that, uh, you know, they decided, okay, this is probably going to be a, a pretty good method to carry forward. Now, I remember the first time I had ever heard about Bitcoin and, and again, Bitcoin blockchain is the underlying technology of Bitcoin. The first time I heard about it was right after I read Creature from Jekyll Island, probably 2009, 2010, right when it first came out or pretty close to after it first came out. 
And I was like, man, this seems like it is uh, the mark of the beast. And actually, I, I didn't say that because at the time I had never read the Bible, never read Revelations and didn't know what the mark of the beast was. Right. And uh, I remember talking about this and some guys like, oh, man, it sounds like you're just ripping off the book of Revelations. And I'm like, well, I don't even know what that even is. And so yeah. it's uh, it is fitting that, you know, I came up with some of the very same conclusions without going through the religious route of getting to the exact same Thing. And so the globalists, you know, whether you believe in God or not, and God and religion, not the same thing, but, uh, you know, they believe in this stuff and they believe that, uh, you know, they want to, you know, absolutely create a hell on earth. And part of that is having complete control over everybody. And you can't have control over everybody unless you control their currency and control their money. Yeah, well, absolutely. And, and, you know, we're really seeing the effects of a lot of this happen right now when we see the amount of people debanked in 2023 going into 2024, millions worldwide. You have this out of natural news, debanked. JP Morgan terminates longtime customers' accounts with zero warning or explanation. JP Morgan is tied up in the Epstein scandal right now as well, which tells you who they work for. Um, you have this also out of natural news. Bank payments uh, processing outages highlight risk of relying on electronic banking. So we have uh, a lot of the examples already of why this is dangerous. But going forward, we Did JP also... Morgan ever cancel Epstein? Did, did, did Epstein ever get canceled? No, they JP moved Morgan? their money. I mean... They... They moved his money after he allegedly died when he was either murdered or is sitting on a beach in Israel. But um, and Jess Daly's heavily involved in this stuff. And no one's talking about they're talking about Stephen Hawking, who's dead because he's expendable. And Jess Daly's still alive. But here, here's the thing. We have, um, you know, this very real risk that in a supply chain crisis, in an energy crisis, in a world war, depending on which side you support, in 15-minute cities, in the climate agenda, with vaccines, with all these different things, that they will restrict what you buy, what you eat, where you travel, what you do, where you walk, where you drive, where you ride a bike. I mean, to the detail. And how do they do that better than with a bank account when everybody is, is dependent on a bank? I mean, everyone is getting all their money through a bank. To, and then using that as a, a basically a life raft for their own life. And this is with inflation. This is with all these other issues that we're seeing today. So I, I think that we are walking into one of the most dangerous times in human history. That doesn't mean it's going to be permanent. I think we will survive long term. We'll talk about solutions later. But I mean, Tim, you are a financial planner. You have a bunch of people that are coming to you that they, they need help with their money. They are worried about their money and rightly so because we're facing down basically a gun right now. We got a gun pointed at our head and it's like, do we move out of the way? And how do we move out of the way? Because it seems like there's more than one gun. There's a thousand guns pointed at us. How do we get out of the way so we don't get hit? And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work trying to get around that. Um, what do you tell people that come to you as far as that goes, uh, generally speaking, um, when it comes to the CBDC system and, you know, this obviously dangerous thing that's right over top of people's heads right now. Well, I have to first off, by start off by saying, uh, you know, talk to your own financial advisor. Uh, if you don't have one that you can schedule with us to get on our calendar, but there's always a lot of different facets to everything. So it's not like there's this, you know, there's, there's pros and cons to every single thing. And one of the main things I was warning people about is the situation that we would get in to when the Federal Reserve was forced to raise rates, not because they wanted to, but because they had to, because most retirees, and this conversation that I'm going to talk about is most geared towards people who are close to retirement or in retirement, 
I first had a crisis retiring presentation in 2019. And uh, you know what? I was creating a crisis retiring masterclass. And the last time I edited it, I just looked at it right now. It was September 7th because then I got attacked by a pit bull, put that on, mm-hmm. on hold. So what I'd like to do you know, for your audience is yeah. uh, I'm going to develop that masterclass and send people there because this is something that can help people. It's something that can help people uh, before the fact because a lot of people can you know, diagnose things after the fact. Well, after you've lost your person power, you know, it doesn't matter. So what was going on is a lot of retirees have about 40, 50, 60% of their money and bonds. Well, when interest rates go up, the underlying value of bonds go down. And so I was helping safeguard people from that. And so I have what I was calling the crisis retiring strategy. And essentially at a high level, there's certain ways to get income that I believe would also. So let's say somebody needs $100,000 a year for income, a husband and wife, which these days, $100,000 doesn't really buy you a ton. So people are like, oh, man, it's a ton of money. Well, it's not really a ton of money. Uh, So let's say you're getting $50,000 a year from your Social Security and you need to figure out how we're going to get the other 50. And so there are different methods out there where you can get that 50. Now, the problem is if you're using a bond and the interest rates all of a sudden, because eventually, you know, in the short term, I think the interest are probably actually going down. Uh, But in the long term, they're going to lose handle of this when other currencies start settling cross-border payments and things other than the dollar, then it doesn't matter what the Federal Reserve does. It doesn't matter if they jack rates up to 10%, 15%, 20%. They're not going to be able to stop the bleeding because it's not about what's going to be going on in the next, you know, six months or next year, which, you know, it could happen then. Uh, But eventually the dollar is not going to be the world world reserve currency, which is going to cause, in my opinion, a hyperinflation or or just if it's not even hyper, it's going to be a massive inflation. It's going to make what happened the last two years seem like a walk in the park. And and, and just to cut in for a second, Tim, we already know that Saudi Arabia and United Arab Emirates and places like Egypt and Ethiopia are moving into BRICS in the, like this year. And they've already announced it at the August uh, BRICS summit last year. So we, we already know that this is, this is a move that's happening. It's not like a theory. And, and if Saudi Arabia, which the dollar is dependent on because it's a petro, it's a petrodollar. Uh, if Saudi Arabia moves into BRICS, that means that there cannot be a dollar in its current incarnation. And the dollar is dependent on that to survive and the faith involved in the oil industry to survive. So this is essentially the end of that. And, and on top of that, they're backed by the military. People say, well, the UK and all these other Western countries are out of stockpile of ammo because they gave it all to Ukraine. So <laughs> have fun with that. We, we're basically, we're seeing the end of a Western empire here. And that was always a goal. That was always, the, they scripted this out long ago. But anyway, I, I, I digress. This is what's happening though. It's already happening. It's not a conspiracy theory. The problem with you and I, we, there's like so many rabbit holes that we, like now it's like I want to <laughs> yeah. like I, I want to tackle a bunch of those because yeah. part of my theory is why Israel allowed this false flag to happen that they probably helped orchestrate is because they saw all the ammunition piles going down and they're like, hey, we need to get some of that American-made ammunition and American money before they start giving it to Taiwan or use it all in Ukraine. But anyways, going back out of chaos, yeah, yeah. So you've got you know if you're a retiree or close to retirement, you have to have the most important time to be safe in in all of your money situations is right before you need to start pulling money. It doesn't matter when you're 25 years old and it really doesn't even matter when you're 95 because you're close to dying at that point. It's right when you're close to needing to pull out your, your funds. And so those are the years you need to keep things safe. And so I effectively have a strategy where you can get income coming in from one way, have another set of investments that I call the reset investments, which is going to be uh, your gold and your silver and your cryptocurrencies. And then it gets you know more complicated if you start having IRAs and 401ks. 
and then how right. to arrange various things. And then some people want to be all the way in the system. Some people, well, actually, I don't think anyone really wants to be all the way in the system, but you know, people all the way. <laughs> are, are people are in the system and they have to figure out, you know, how do you balance this tightrope of, of having some assets that have to be in the system uh, or as you try to extricate yourself from that system. And that's really what I've been focusing on my entire practice uh, pretty much since I started actually the day Lehman Brothers crashed just by coincidence. And so I've been thrown into these crises ever since day one. But the main thing enchiladas out there, there's all these financial news and people focus on so much BS, it doesn't even matter. The main thing that's out there is eventually other currencies are not Oh, sorry, other countries are not going to be settling for US dollars anymore at some point in the future. And it and it why? Because that is in their own best interest to do so. Like, why are you going to be in a, an abusive relationship with somebody, i.e., the United States, that can just cut you off at any time? They can freeze your money. They can decide to give your money, if you're Russia, over to Ukraine, which is not really giving it to Ukraine. It's giving it to Ray, Raytheon and Boeing and all these other all of these other weapons manufacturers. And so, it's it behooves other countries to do this for their own self-interest, which is why it's going to be done. But it's also going to be married with a central bank digital currency. And you and I have been warning about this since before they even called it CB. We were calling mm -hmm. it things like uh, like uh, FedCoin and GovCoin and Goldman and just Sachs in general, the cashless society. I mean, back in uh, 2014, John 2015, Snyson, I was yeah, yeah was doing videos with John Snyson talking about the World Economic Forum, Davos and the creation of a centrally planned digital currency. And that's the main thing I called it, a centrally planned digital currency um, where it would be uh, a global currency that uh, that and I actually myself and a, a friend of mine, Stephen Kendall, who I did a bunch of videos with back then as well. Um, and I did one with him in Manchester, uh, last year, I believe, or the year before, but <laughs> I've lost track of the years. It's just all a mess now. But, uh, we, we talked about, uh, you know, way back when he called it the, uh, the, the big reset, the big reset, this is long before the great reset was unveiled. And he said, there'd be a big reset and they'll use blockchain to bring in a central bank digital currency system. And it's crazy looking back because, yeah, we've been shouting from mountaintops forever about this because it was always obvious that, it, uh, you know, tyranny comes under the guise of convenience. So they could utilize this in order to bring about a new world order. It's the best way because people are dependent on banks and food in order to survive. And they're dependent on banks and grocery stores for money and food, um, respectively. So, again, this is very obvious. But also, I mean, they need the right excuse to bring it in. They can't just do it. They, I mean, they've been weakening us with inflation for decades for like a hundred years. And out of that comes uh, obviously the co uh, inevitable collapse of the fiat currency, but with the collapse of the fiat currency, they can't have people with, you know, riots in the streets, uh, burning down government buildings. So what do they do? They slip it into the new solution that they've already built and already, uh, you know, written in stone 40 years, 50 years ago um, when Nixon uh, went off the gold standard. And that will lead us into the CBDC global globally. And the way to do that is, you know, you have the inflation, you have the collapse of the currency. You have, obviously, um, uh, food disparities and housing disparities and energy disparities. You have, on top of that, a world war. And a world war is one of the best ways to bring that in because everyone will be forced under an emergency order. And it's the best way as an excuse to bring this in. So false flags abound. Like I said, we're going to be seeing that in Europe. We've already seen it in, in Israel. There's actually a parliamentary discussion happening in Israel right now over it being a false flag, just like the Maidan massacre in 2014 in Ukraine is being investigated by Ukrainian uh, you know, prosecutors, which is actually showing that it was indeed a false flag. All these things are, it's order out of chaos, it's problem, reaction, solution, repeat, the Hegelian dialectic for eternity. But one of the things I wanted to go into with you, Tim, is the idea of, 
you know, Jim Cramer actually said the other day, Bitcoin looks good in 2024. It's not going anywhere, I think. And it, it fell, but I believe governments are buying up a lot of crypto. And I was like, no, Jim, don't yeah. say that. Don't, don't, Jim, whatever you do, please do not talk about Bitcoin. Like, shut the Yeah, I know, like, I know. It's, it's, it's the inverse, Bitcoin. it's the inverse it's the Kramer opposite. reaction. It's always the opposite of whatever Jim Kramer says. But no, actually, I will say that I do think 2024 will be a massive year for, for crypto. And I want to, you know, make sure that I, 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 I say something before I get into that further for those that are wondering. Um, you know, there's a difference between centrally planned and um, and decentralized cryptocurrencies. Now, you can centralize a decentralized currency over time. Essentially, if you use from mysteries and you create a whole bunch of ETFs and all that kind of stuff and the governments and, and giant corporations stack it up and then give you promissories on it, that's obviously a bad idea. Keeping all your money in an exchange is as stupid as keeping all your money in a bank. But also, I want to like I want to be clear on this. You could use a gun to kill a whole bunch of innocent people, but you could also kill use that same gun to stop all those innocent people from being killed. So the same goes for crypto. I've been saying this for years. This is the, the difference. There's a lot of terrible cryptos. 99% of them are bad, but there's also the good decentralized cryptos. This is not investment advice. It's just my personal opinion, but there are privacy coins that I'm a huge fan of ways to get around this system. 2024 though does look extremely good for both crypto and gold and silver because we're seeing uh it looks like we're going to be hitting records in 2024 with gold um they're, they're selling gold and silver at costco and walmart now in many places i mean i, I think mostly online but <laughs> they're not selling gold bricks like at the store but tim i mean from crypto to gold and silver it looks like a really good year in 2024 coming uh coming up you know, I don't like to get hung up in the years because I feel like when you get hung up in like a year to date mentality, then they're sort of like getting in with like the average, uh, I don't want to say like slave set mindset. I agree, but I do. I do think with like the yeah. having happening in a couple yeah, months, yeah. like it's definitely going to have an then effect. Then I was going to get into that. Yeah. yeah. Right, so like the go. globalists, <laughs> I mean, they're thinking of you know they're thinking in terms of like hundred year plans, and and so whether it happens this year or next year, immaterial. But I do think there is a lot setting up for this year as well. We've got the happening. So what the happening is when Bitcoin first came out, uh, I believe the first day you could download the software was January 9th, 2009. And the every 10 minutes there's an award until you'd get 50 Bitcoin. Uh, now, back then it was worth nothing. So you're just getting mining energy for 50 Bitcoin. Then yeah. eventually it, there's, a, uh, there's a time period for how much of when it gets uh, deflated away. So then it, it goes from 50 Bitcoin to 25 to uh, 12 and a half down to 6.25. And right now we're at 6.25, then it's getting cut in half again in right around May, uh, maybe late April. And so the miners are incentivized in the network uh, because they're getting that Bitcoin plus they're getting all the transaction fees. And it's not really good. And I don't want this to be a whole conversation of Bitcoin because getting into all the technicals of everything, yeah. which we've done a bunch before. And there's plenty of videos that we have on that. But ultimately, I think this is the year that people realize like, oh shit, like, uh, you know, all currency is going to be digital. Like, do I want like the digital weaponized programmable money where they can just shut me off and say, Hey, here's the money. And you can only spend it at these places. And you've got X amount of time to do so to force demand. And so the ad, so you're going to see a lot more average type people who are going to realize this. You're also seeing, and I was actually quoted in CNBC, not that I give a shit about that, but you know, just recently, but in terms of people like, Oh, you know, this, these are, who are these kids? Well, CNBC actually did uh, reach out to me about this and what I mean by this is there's the ETF that is more than likely coming out and they think it's coming out within the next, you know, potentially even the next few days, 
January 10th is a date that I hear a lot about. And, uh, and what this means is that eventually you're going to have people in their workplace, 401ks and IRAs being able to purchase another ways they can do that already. And you can go through me to do that, but, uh, it's going to be getting out more to like the average person. So now let's say in a couple of years from now, you're going to be able to just go. Now, some people will be able to do it like immediately when it comes up, but probably not the average person, unless you're going and like asking your HR or your employer to, to include this, but you're going to see people like every month and every week, just putting money into their 401ks and then going into uh, various ETFs to buy Bitcoin. Now, the better way to do it is you should have Bitcoin on a hardware wallet. And, you know, and that's something where I do teach my clients that, and then there's ways to have it. So that way it can't be confiscated uh, because the last thing you want is BlackRock holding on to all of your Bitcoin. Yeah. But if you have it and, you know, but there's various ways to do things and those are all ways to help out my clients. And also let's remember that a lot of these, uh, globalist types they're big into things like i mean there's that quote with uh jp morgan where it was something like you know million millionaires don't use astrology but a billionaires do and part of that is you know 2024 add up all those i mean that adds up into an eight eight is a sign of money so that is a wealth year and so maybe that's a year where uh but you know it doesn't automatically mean anything but they like to pay homage to uh, you know, these different, uh, you know, signs, which is why they're always, you know, running game, game on us, throwing up six, six, six everywhere. Well, and, and what about the Shemitah? There's always a Shemitah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not an expert, not an expert on that, but yeah, they, but yeah. what they're, what they want to do is, you know, they, there are like little calling cards and little clues that they leave, which is how you and I are able to predict so much stuff. And, and also because they tell us what they're going to do exactly. ahead of time. I mean, <laughs> it, they are telling us, you know, at the world government summit, uh, Klaus Schwab gets up and has a presentation that's entitled, are you ready for the new world order? Then the very next presentation is like Pippa Melgrim, who is like father was, you know, working with uh, Nixon to get us off the gold standard. And she's a big time economist up there with the head of the Atlantic council, who you just pulled up their CBDC tracker not too long ago and saying, you know, we're going to have a world that is going to be blockchain and CBDC. And then you've got the head of the bank of international settlements, Augustin Carson's like saying like, Oh, it's so evil that people can have a hundred dollar peso or a hundred dollar bill. And we don't know where it is. And yeah, here's the quote. We don't know who, Who's using a hundred dollar bill today? And we don't know who's using a 1,000 peso bill today. The key difference with CBDC is the central bank will have the absolute control on the rules and regulations that will determine the use of expression of central bank liability. And also we will have the technology to enforce that. And then you were talking about world wars. Well, I had, uh, was theorizing going back to 2014 that they were going to use the threat of Russia to then, you know, especially what they're kicking off with Ukraine, to then have the system going down and then blame it on the Russians. The last yeah, thing they want obvious. is to say, oh, this only went down because it was always going to collapse underneath its own weight. Uh, they've known going back to the 60s with economist Robert Triffin called Triffin's Dilemma that whoever is the world reserve currency, since it's based on debt, is always going to have to issue more debt uh, and then have that liquidity that's out there. And eventually that, that excess debt will have a stranglehold, will have a noose around its neck and then that currency will have to go down so they've always known that this is going to happen yeah. but they need to blame it on somebody else and then they can't just let it happen naturally they have to have a controlled demolition uh of the of this you know globalist empire but also the american empire you know shout out to charlie robinson and jeff berwick for their book controlled collapse of the american empire because that's exactly what they were doing and but going along with the world wars they don't want as many people on earth i mean you've got this fabian eugenics a society that's out there. And let's not forget that you've got guys like Yuval Harari that are out there talking about the biggest question. And there's a quote from him, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decades will be what to do with all these useless people. The problem will be boredom and 
how, what to do with them, and how will they find some sense of meaning in life when they are basically meaningless, worthless. My best guess at present is a combination of drugs and computer games as a solution for more. It's already happening under different titles and different headings. You see many more people spending more and more time or solving the inner problems with the drugs and computer games, both legal drugs and illegal drugs. Oh, that sounds like a nice guy who happens to be Obama's favorite freaking author, Yuval yeah. Harari. Yeah. Oh, of course. And he, he followed it Josh up Ross also by talking about boy, calling yeah. for he, he he followed it up. I also talking about like depopulation as a solution. And of course, you know, this is the same guy who went on uh, what podcast was that again? Lex Friedman and, and was like, there's no way that you can control a, a, a global government with just a small group of people. Uh, yeah, there is. And it's it's his buddy Epstein, which is a blackmail agent among many others for Mossad. The guy's name was probably not even Jeffrey Epstein. It was a character pretending to be a, or a guy pretending to be a character. And he was a Mossad agent and collected blackmail against everyone. And it's pretty obvious with the, the PSYOP that is the so-called Epstein list that came out. There's no list. There's no client list that came out. <laughs> it was just court filings. They threw a few expendable people under the bus. And then the reality is you have at the end of the day, um, all those videos that the FBI sees from his house that include um, powerful people having sex with children. And of course, the FBI knows about this, made no arrests or, or covering it up. Why? <laughs> Along with his actual client list. Because they need the blackmail. They spent decades doing it because that's how you get um, control over governments worldwide is to use blackmail against And he was the Clinton's financial advisor, yeah. like one of the very first memes. I mean, like he held, he set up the Clinton Foundation. And so, yeah. like, and so I'm sure the people no watching from Haiti absolutely love that. You know, I talk to people from Haiti a lot and they, you know, Especially I don't I can't find someone in Haiti that likes uh, that likes Bill Clinton. But uh, yeah, Tim, I mean. Going forward, though, we have there are so many solutions that you're doing part of that with like and you're you're, you're also getting out that truth uh, to freedom uh, situation over at uh, the Liberty Advisor Show .com. Um, We are all just trying to do our own thing to you know, fight back against this. And again, the solution, if there's a war in humanity, is always to be more human, be more independent, be more um, responsible, because the basis of humanity is based on individualism and responsibility, which is also synonymous with freedom. And in order to do that, you have to prepare yourself, you have to um, see what's coming ahead of time and build up now, not, you, you, it's better to build up now and look in at what's about to happen than be on the inside looking out and be unable to get out. We are on the outside still, while it's all starting to encapsulate us and the walls are being built around us. So we still have an opportunity to do something. And every single day is a blessing that we're still able to even do that because you're everything could go down at any moment. In the future. You're not going to be able to get, there's going to be supply chain crises. They're going to have price controls on things. Why? Because it's a terrible idea. So of course they're going to have price controls. And when you have price controls, it just means you're not going to be able to get anything because you're going to yeah. have people like, oh, you know, these people are just price gouging. Okay, well, you'd rather have price gouging or would rather not have anything at all. And that's exactly what we're heading to. Well, yeah, there, and then you have rations with mRNA and bugs. I think I saw today, like, is it, Mer I don't know how to pronounce it, like Merrick's, Mer the uh, big global shipping uh, Maersk, is, now yeah. is now avoiding the uh, Red Sea. And so that's going to add, you know, what, I don't know, like two weeks on to most, uh, most, uh, trans uh Atlantic yeah. movements oh, oh well actually tim with the freight that's happening right now because of the red sea it's doubled the price in one week 
of shipments from Asia to Europe doubled. So that's going to get worse. And then there's also shipments in the Black Sea where there's um, firefights now happening uh, with Ukraine in, this, in, in the Black Sea and with Iran. Well, think of the and price to get all that cheap Chinese crap once they end up saying, okay, guess what? We're not going to take your IOUs anymore to buy all of our shit. You're going to have to go pay us in actual money, actual gold, actual commodities, actually something real other than an IOU. And a lot of people have said, uh, you know, and, and again, I'm, I don't love China, obviously, but uh, I mean, I've never even been there. But uh, if you're the Chinese, you're making a bunch of crap and then you're shipping it to America where we're sending you IOUs. And then but you're actually you're just getting worthless uh, digital IOUs and we're getting actual real stuff, whether it be junk or not. It's real stuff. And so yeah. the one that's actually making out better in the situation is actually us the United States. And so I think the Chinese are going to realize this. Most countries are going to realize this. They're going to say, you know what, United States, you're going to have to actually pay us in something real other than your worthless uh, depreciating dollar that you're, you're putting all these controls on and that we don't want anymore. And so well, and we need to get rid of then. We need to get rid of central banks if we want a solution to this. this. The problem that is being created right now is the difference between like the printing of currency, inflation, usury, all these different things. And I'm talking about involuntary usury that we're forced to pay off the interest on the debt and all these different things. It, it's all debt. Money is debt. You and can't pay. You can't pay off. You can't pay off impossible, the debt yeah. because the money is debt. And so yeah. that's the that's like the one of the biggest mind blowing things ever is when you realize the fact that our money. The United States dollar, the Federal Reserve note, is not actually money, it's currency, and that currency is backed by debt. So it's backed by a treasury bill, bond, or note. Bond, which, which is from bondage, slavery. So well, we. Well, sorry, just to interrupt here, they're taking your money to pay off an interest in the debt that you can't pay off, which means that they're stealing your money in order to pay into a Ponzi scheme. That's basically it. Yeah, and the gig eventually, because the Federal Reserve was making hundreds of billions of dollars a year, but now with interest rates having them gone up, they're actually losing money. And that's something that I brought to Janet Yellen. June 22nd, uh, 2016, had told her that situation could un, uh, could happen. It's actually on the, in the congressional record. It wasn't me. It was a congressman that threw another congressman asking her this question. And she laughed at it and basically said it was impossible and couldn't happen. Well, now... now she gets rewarded by being the uh, the uh, head of the treasury when she had no idea that this could be a potentiality. She said it was impossible, and I and you know my first podcast I ever did was a few months after that, and I brought it up then, saying not only was it not impossible, it was the most probable scenario. And so, so I mean, and then I even joked around saying an alien attack could be possible technically, mm -hmm. and yet she's saying that there's no chance that this could happen. And then it happens underneath her watch, and then she, she's out there talking about, oh yeah, we got plenty of money, we can fund like two wars. Well, it's like uh, and... it's like Paul Krugman, Tim, where uh, Paul Krugman says the best ways to stimulate the economy is broken yeah. windows and riots and alien invasion. So it's insane, but. That's why I've been saying what like Rothbard said years ago, what Ron Paul was saying for so long, and we've had Dr. Ron Paul on the show many times, is the idea of competing currencies. We need a competing currency system, not governmental, but voluntary. Look, people will say, well, if people are trading goats and toothbrushes and pieces of metal and two by fours and gold and silver and Bitcoin, um, there's not going to be any place that people are going to be able to go where it can be uniform. That's bullshit. For 
thousands of years, they, they would have all these different things you could trade. But most people would know what the most common things that are traded are. So they'll accept those common things as a currency. But cur currencies cannot be run by the state, cannot be run by private central banks, cannot be run by a centralized system of governance and control through legal tender laws. We need the ability to you know, trade and, and barter and be competitive on the market, uh, best price, best, uh, you know, uh, value in the product, best product for the best price, instead of, um, you know, these massive monopolies uh, brought down with red tape and centralization and the fiat system and inflation and all these things that we're supposed to be competing against, which are important or impossible in the corporate monopoly of things created by the state. And all these socialists say we need to, you know, um, stop uh, these these big corporate heads from making all this money. We need to raise the minimum wage. We need to uh, raise their taxes, uh, the taxes on the rich. That literally every single part of that makes it worse and creates a problem that they strive to to, to stop. So yes, I yeah, agree. We need guys to... like Epstein. The rich have financial advisors that know how to get around this yeah. stuff. So the ultra, ultra, ultra elite have foundations and they have ways to obfuscate all this stuff. And guys, Guess where all the tax money goes it goes to them and their corporations they're laughing at you they're running game the entire time while they didn't fund the rockefeller education system do they get everybody to bitch about oh we need more minimum wage and i do feel bad that people aren't making enough money but they're attacking the symptom and the root cause of the fact is that they keep jacking with their money and they keep devaluing the dollar and it doesn't matter what you raise the minimum wage to if if uh, you know people, if if the currency is going down right alongside of it, you go back to 1964. Minimum wage was what, like a dollar twenty-five, which could also be expressed as five quarters. Those quarters were ninety percent silver. That would probably be worth over twenty bucks today, twenty something bucks today. Whereas, so it's it's the fact that the money lost the value, and so you. It's but that is way too. Uh, everyone wants to go vote themselves for free shit instead of freedom. They think a bigger number. Sanders. Yeah, they think a bigger number is somehow going to change things. It's like, remember, it was only a couple of years ago, Tim, that we saw the fight for 15. And I remember saying at the time, you could raise it to a fight for $15,000 an hour. It's not going to change things value. You're actually still going to see prices go up in in comparison because of inflation and uh, this uh, printing of currency versus the minimum wage. So uh, we, now we see people just a couple of years later shouting, $15 is not enough. We need $20 an hour. It's like, are you guys not realizing how this works? Oh, what happened? We got $15 an hour now, but we are unable to afford our rent even more so and unable to afford groceries even more so. It's so obvious. But with that said, hamburger flippers, but you know, people shouldn't be going to fast food anyways. I mean, it's all yeah. the big conglomerates trying to kill us with poison. But, okay. but to anyway. wrap this up, Tim, I wanted to like kind of just bring back the original topic here of the CBDCs. When we have an end to an empire in this way, where we see the collapse of currencies, we'll end up with CBDCs and they're using the climate agenda and of course the World War III agenda in order to bring us into this and that means carbon credits social credits we already see carbon credits attached to apps across the board worldwide it doesn't it's not enforced in many places it's enforced in a couple places in africa already and to some degree with social credit in uh china of course but uh which you know kissinger met with mao and created this alliance that leads to what we're seeing today but also with 15 minute cities where they uh check how much you know, what kind of food you're eating, what kind of wa how much water you're drinking. They have smart meters on your house to determine your gas, electricity and water usage, which will determine your own basic freedoms, which are freedoms don't come from the government. They come from within. You, you are the freedom. They don't you don't hold them in your hand. You are the freedom. You just you, you determine how you defend yourself or don't de defend yourself, depending on the situation, the context yourself. You are endowed with responsibility by God in order to do that. And if you don't do that, then you are basically throwing your hand in the air and it's 
your fault. It's not their fault for, uh, you know, getting low hanging fruit. It's your fault for being the low hanging fruit. So I freedom is the answer. What's the question? Yes. Freedom is the answer. It's not MAGA. It's not this or that. It's freedom. So yeah. Yeah. Individualism rejecting the system, withdrawing from the system in a big way is to withdraw from the banking system as much as possible, in my opinion. And again, as I wrap this up, as far as solutions go, Tim has um, the libertyadvisor.com, the the libertyadvisorshow.com. And we have a bit.ly link in the description if you want a free initial consultation with Tim. Again, uh, most mainstream, uh, you know, financial planners have no idea what they're talking about. They don't mean any wrong in it they just don't get it they don't have the education they don't understand the fed they don't understand money really they just understand the mainstream textbook version of how to invest and all that and when kind of do stuff. you need them you need them you don't need them when things are going great or her you need them during yeah. an absolute crisis and so you know you got to check the receipts okay what were other people saying during certain times what were they doing you know anyone can go back and check the receipts of the videos that you and i did in 2018 and 2019 and 2020 yeah. uh you know right in the right before all this went down i was doing videos telling people how they can have uh, put options in early 2020, January of 2020, uh, you and I filming at Anarcha Poco in February, 2020, bringing it up again. And so, you know what, it's one thing to talk about things after the fact, but again, we are now before the fact of the next crisis. And so yeah. what are you doing in a crisis and what type of information were you getting at the time? But this crisis is going to be like none other because this is going to be the complete bring down of the system, but it doesn't mean it's all doom and gloom. I mean, the system needs to be taken down because ultimately we don't want our kids and grandkids to be slaves in the system. You got yeah, we just don't want to replace it with a worse technocratic system. That's the biggest issue. Yeah. Like the digital dictatorship is incoming, which is Yuval Harari. Alongside inequality, the other major danger we face is the rise of digital dictatorships that will monitor everyone all the time. So it's not about just making sure you're increasing your purchasing power. It's about making sure you have assets that can't be confiscated and that can't be hyperinflated away. But then also, if you're in retirement, getting some income coming in from one side, having crisis investments coming in from the other side to manage what we call the sequence of return risk. And so if you guys go to the libertyadvisorshow.com, uh, sign up for the mailing list. Eventually, once I get this uh, master class reset uh, class come out what i'm planning on doing is having various webinars and having that uh because ultimately i do i want to turn this around i want to have the good guys the patriots out there we need to be the ones who are able to seed the planet after they destroy you know most people who are out there so i don't want you guys to be the ones who are destroyed and so yeah. uh you know the best way of doing that is to you know get on the offensive uh and sometimes you know the best offensive defense you know it means you know being protected and then also having means to protect what you're trying to protect uh, so, you know, it's uh, tricky times ahead, but, you know, you and I have been talking about this stuff for forever. And, uh, you know, from a financial sense, there are things people can do now, and it's going to depend on exactly where they're at. So there's no one size fits all solution. Everyone has different approaches, but this has been my main focus since the very beginning for about 15 years. And uh, you know what? We're ready. We're optimistic going forward because, you know what? You and I can have these conversations. We can have this conversation right now to someone that was more mainstream two years ago, maybe even six months ago, mm -hmm. three years ago. And it doesn't seem that crazy. Whereas 10 years ago, no one cared. And so what, you know, there's a, there's a lot of well. optimism. <laughs> there's a lot of optimism right now for me personally, because you know what, I can talk about any of this stuff and you know, if someone's offended or I think it's crazy, you know, that's uh, you know, just as good as them wearing a mask to me back in 2020 when it was like a perfect right. sign of, okay, don't want to talk to this person, but thanks for having me on. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting times ahead, but you know what, they're making the push for the CBDC. This was theoretical four or five years ago to most people, but now it's here. It's on our doorstep. And there's things that you can do today to get ahead of it. Absolutely. And, and, you know, you mentioned 10 years ago, well, you know, 10 years ago, 
12 years ago, I should say 12 and 13 years ago, I was big involved with like the Ron Paul 2012, um, you know, the Ron Paul revolution back then, which was the, basically the only people that were talking about these issues. And back in 2007 into 2008, I was involved in that as well uh, with Ron Paul back then. I wasn't involved in the campaign or anything. I was just a big fan of what he I was ran saying. A about I ran in a, a marathon during the uh, it was like January of, of 2000, so of 2012 for the primary for the, uh, the Iowa caucus or New Hampshire, ran an entire marathon carrying a Ron Paul flag. This big ass one while I was, uh, you know, campaigning for him doing that moved to Phoenix, Arizona, which is basically the birthplace of the revolution. Uh, I started doing activism with guys like Ernest Hancock and actually some other people now who are in jail for January 6 type stuff like in Vallejo. But it's just absolutely crazy, uh, you know, that it's now 12 years removed from that. Right. And nothing's been done. And, and only it just I wish if people would have woken up 12 years ago to all this stuff and had Dr. Ron Paul in there. Uh, you know what? We probably could have already been on the other side of all this, gone through the tough times. But you know what? Uh, you know what? Uh, what is it? Uh, hard times make strong men. And so, you know what? Right now, it's time for the yeah. uh, strong men out there to get us through these hard times. Well, that's, that's what that's, God prepared me for. That's a real prophecy there. Absolutely. Is that they, it, you know, we need to face these hard times in order to get to a better time, but uh, and, and become stronger and learn and be mentally and physically more prepared for what's happening or giving up. It's a, really a test for who is really willing to go that extra step. But I mean, no, we need to make it. We need to make a new one of these because now it's just like the times are so great. It's not even creating weak men. It's turning weak men into women, like literally yeah. they're trying to castrate people and then through trans turn them into women. So it's like that yeah, saying is like even 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 crazier now. I know it's absolutely insane. And, you know, looking back at uh, Ron Paul way back when talking about um, all these issues, it was it was amazing. Back in 2007, 2008, I found about I found out about him in 2006 and I, was, I started reading Rothbard, Mises, Hayek, etc. And absolutely amazing. But can you imagine what it must be like to be? Ron Paul talking about this since the 70s. G. Edward Griffin, Griffin speaking about it since the 50s. And like people like David Icke has been talking about CBDC since like 1991, 1992, who all of those people have been very supportive to World Alternative Media, by the way. And I really appreciate all of them. And I, you know, I, I got to get out and see uh, G. Edward Griffin again. He's 92 and just, you know, killing it, still making events to Red Pill Expo every year. But um, I want to move on to the next thing there, which is you, first you start with the currency. Maybe you shouldn't say killing it, but this is staying alive. No, okay. Well, he's killing it. Nothing, he, yeah, nothing it, can kill him. System, but, yeah. And his message and all that. But I mean, um, you have uh, money and that that's a big issue. And then, you know, people are dependent on the banks and then they're dependent on the grocery stores. He was stores. talking about cancer back then too. World yep. without cancer. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Seeds. And he was been on, he's been on so many different like it, vital things. There's nothing it just hit the 50th anniversary, Tim. Yeah. It just hit the 50th anniversary just recently. But um, again, we have money and then we go into food, which is the world's first currency, which is something that people are way too dependent on grocery stores for. So the next solution is either grow your own, build your own, get outside of big cities and and start you know being self-sustainable. Or at least, at the very least, say you can, you have kids in, in, your, in the city that you're in, you have an ex-wife, whatever it might be. It's just whatever reason you can't separate yourself from that situation. Uh, you have to get storable foods, my friends. And for those in your family that think you're crazy, get something for them too. get a combo kit, whatever it might be. We have heavensharvest.com for long-term storable foods that are non-GMO organic. There's heirloom seeds, there's water filtration and storage books and how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of those products. Again, if you have heirloom seeds, for example, it's like that old saying, uh, give a man a fish and he feeds himself tonight. You teach a man a fish and he feeds his family for a lifetime. With those seeds, you get more seeds and more seeds. It's amazing how nature works, isn't it? So again, the original, Original currency is food. And when money is useless, 
you have that food. You don't have to depend on the rations and the CBDCs and carbon credits and the great reset in general for the sustenance to survive eating mealworms and mRNA food. And speaking of mRNA food, again, all those links are in the description or if you're watching on Twitter, it's at it's either below the video or on Rumble or BitChute at, at, at World Alternative Media. Um, speaking of mRNA food, we have, uh, of course, uh, wild, uh, wild or prairie, uh, wild prairie. Oh, oh my God, goodness! I always, you know, I've been promoting this wild pastures. I've been, I, I always mix it up with uh, uh, Heaven's Harvest. But um, uh, again, we have wild pastures linked in the description, um, which is like not it just mRNA play. food. Which is not yeah. mRNA. Yeah, food, it's so, no, yeah. it's no mRNA, no modified RNA, none of that. And modified RNA is being put in food in grocery stores right now, which. Um, get past the digest digestive system, which we have to resist and uh, reject. And with, um, uh, of course, with wild pastures, you're able to buy 100% um, grass-fed and finished beef, pasture-raised pork, pasture-raised chicken, and wild-caught seafood, all no GMO, no pesticides, no any other chemicals of any kind, all raised on regenerative family farms in 48 US states delivered to your door. And of course, temperature controlled. You can customize it however you see fit. You don't have to get the pork if you don't want it. You don't have to get the chicken if you don't want it or fish or whatever it might be. You can customize it the way you want. And you're saving local farmers, uh, hitting back at the great reset um, that is promoting these um, factory farms and these poison farms, giving you pink slime and forever chemicals and mRNA. Um, very good thing to get on board with right now, especially also considering you're saving money versus inflation, just like with Heaven's Harvest. So definitely important. We have a link in the description as well for, um, you know, a cup of health where you can get organic coffee. We have Lion Energy for battery, solar panels, solar chargers, generators, etc. Um, so you aren't dependent on the government grid. I'm not a big fan of solar, but it is important to have that backup. And of course, you save money and get free shipping on that. And finally, we have rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetrile Online, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer, which we just talked about. Um, get your apricot seeds, Laetrile, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. I have a thing of Laetrile B17 right in front of me here, as well as a pro B15 pangamic acid. Really good stuff. And I urge people to go and check that out below. You could use code Josh. J-O-S-H and save money on that. And finally, they also, have, pow they also have powders too that you can mix into, yeah. uh, into drinks. So I really like the powders. Yeah, you so. can make smoothies and different stuff with that as well. And it's just so important to just at least prepare yourself. You don't have to have cancer to take it. You could, And it has all these other benefits and it, it's also preventative. But in fact, it's better that, to take it when you don't have it. Yeah, yeah exactly. To get ahead of things, so... And no, exactly. And uh, of course, you know, all those things are linked in the description. Um, and finally, thank you so much to those who have helped support us recently from our legal defense to our documentary. Our gogetfunding.com campaigns are in the description. You guys are absolute heroes and um, we have the best audience in the world. So we really appreciate it. Um, it's been uh, the difference between having to shut down operation to being able to continue to shout from mountaintops on a daily basis. This is my, I think, 14th video I've shot this year. So, um, and it's, I, I record this on the 6th, um, released on the 7th. Oh, so 6th. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Another false flag to bring us into uh, global enslavement. But anyway, there's so much more we could talk about. We will get back to you with much more. We have a Patreon and, and a subscribe star as well as a Bitcoin address in the description, as well as a Cointree link with a bunch of different cryptocurrencies that you could donate in, if you please, including Prophecy Coins. You could find us on uh, Telegram, Rockfin, Band.Video, BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighteon at World Alternative Media. We're on Hive, Steemit, and Vigilante.TV at, at Josh Sigurdsson, and on the bad guys, TikTok, and Instagram, World Alternative 
alternative media, Twitter and Getter at, at World Alt Media, and all the major uh, podcast platforms except for Spotify, of course. Hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification bell, and hit subscribe if you have not yet already. And as always, live by example, live freely, my friends. We all know what we have to do next. We need to stand up. We need to build our own, grow our own, be independent, and be self-sustainable. And that was always the um, solution to all these problems. Tim's doing it at his place. I'm doing whatever I can. I'm, I'm stuck in the middle between a rock and a hard place right now. I'll update you later on my legal issues. But with that said, um, it, it's all going forward. It's all about looking forward and preparing for what comes next. So it's so important, my friends. Um, I appreciate you all watching. Thanks for joining us, Tim. Again, you can check his link in the description. Until next time, this is Josh Sigurdsson and Tim Pachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change.